Hello there, and welcome back to Geekville. I'm Neri. And I'm Andre. And we're back in a timely fashion this time around. <laughs> yeah, let's just hope that this timely fashion stays. Yeah, I hope so. Continues. Um, so, I guess we should just kick right into it, don't you think? Yeah, I think we should. So. Rolling around into Trailer Street. What do we have this week, Neri? Uh, we have a few things. Uh, we got some game trailers and uh, a new TV show trailer. Uh, that's about it, um, but I guess we should jump into the TV show trailer, because it has to do with one of my favourite things personally, Star Wars. Ah, uh, yes, Star Wars Resistance. The new show that'll be out on uh, Disney, I think. Yeah, Disney Channel. Of course, because I mean, they own LucasArts and Star that's Wars. Fair. Yeah, yeah um, well, it looks like, from the look of it, it's based around Poe Dameron, well, not actually Poe Dameron, but it's based around... I saw people, I guess. I guess like, it looks like Poe Dameron has like his own kind of flight school or something. Like his own, he's teaching, I guess, potential resistant members how to fly and how to, you know, uh, be in a ship like him. And it looks like BB-8 has a big role in it, which I'm not surprised. BB-8 was very popular in the new movies. Immensely, yeah. And um, but like that that the main character it looks like he's also being a spy to see who's loyal to the resistance yeah, yeah. and who's not yeah so that should create some mystery or air of mystery yeah um it looks interesting i still got to really catch up on i want to catch up on rebels because rebels was really good i saw the first season and i never like finished it but i want to finish it um clone wars that's coming back too that's the thing like with something like clone wars coming back I wonder why they're bringing two shows at once, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? Although one thing I found very interesting in the trailer, one of uh, one of the girls, like one of the people who is a female who is flying a ship, the actual body of her ship is actually based off an old um, Porsche. Like is that a, the blue one? Yeah, like the like the teal one, I guess. It's like based off an old endurance Porsche. I think from is it Le Mans? I'm not sure. Um, I don't know, you know more about cars than I do. We all know that. Yeah. Um, it does look a lot more... Going back to, like, comparing it to the new Clone Wars that is coming out, it looks a lot more directed to, towards kids, the art style. But it also reminds me, you know, you remember those games that came out in, like, around the 2000s that were kind of drawn in, like, a comic book art style? Almost. Oh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, Ultimate Spider-Man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man was, was like that. That's what it reminded me of. So, I don't know, maybe he's just doing that. Maybe it looks like where Clone Wars is more kind of 3D animated and whatnot. This one's a bit more 2D and it's, like I said, got that comic book kind of st- uh, style to it. Like mm. like you said, Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have been complaining that it seems like it's too kid-friendly. Like, it's like, you know, oh, it's, the you know, the, the humour and just everything about it. Oh, it's directed to kids, so, you know, mm. we're not going to enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, that's possible, but I don't know, when we were watching because we were just watching it now, just to, because I hadn't seen it, um, I kind of like the humour, like, it is a bit more kids-friendly, maybe, than your Clone Wars and stuff, but it, um, yeah, it, it's, it, I liked it, like, I thought it was light and humorous and stuff. Um, I also, uh, I don't know if it's coming through, but there's a small dog next door and he's yapping away, so I just want to apologise if that's coming through, um. I can I I can hear it over my headphones. So if if it's coming through, yeah, I apologize. Yeah. Little dogs, man, they're just the worst. I didn't even know they had a little dog until right now. I've never heard him before. <laughs> We've been here for like a month. It could be a visitor. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I could have visited later. No, yeah, well, <laughs> that's all right. Um, 
Yeah, so there's that. Uh, what's our next trailer? Oh, actually, one that you um that you actually forgot to mention that I found on YouTube the other day. It's for a film called Next Gen, and it's going to be coming out on Netflix. I think September in September. Yeah, I knew I forgot something. Yeah, September seventh, um, I think, the same day Spider Man PS Four comes out. Oh, it's going to be a good day. No, it's going to be a good day indeed. <laughs> but we'll get the Spider Man. Oh we'll yeah we'll get to it. Uh, I didn't know about this next gen thing until you just told me about it uh, a bit earlier. So, yeah, we watched the trailer as yeah. we did with the other stuff, and um, I I don't know I I liked it for the most part. Um, I know I'm a bit confused by it. I'm not too sure. I, I kind of get it, like, but I'm also at the same time a bit like not too sure what it is. If that makes sense. I think I get you. Yeah, it, it's funny the the first time I watched it. I was like, oh yeah, it's just Big Hero 6 meets iRobot. That's what it looked like to me when I was watching it. I was like, man, this is Big Hero 6 all over again. Like, that's all I heard. And that's... But but that was about midway through. Then it continued and I was like, oh, maybe not. But yeah, it's got a like, huge Big Hero 6 feel to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I thought that too. And I was like, oh. But you know, someone in the comments of the video on YouTube was like, oh no, this was like, don't judge it too harshly. Like, this is like one of the first major motion pictures made entirely in Blender, which is like a, three, a free really? 3D print, yeah, apparently. Blender. Blender's good, it's free too. So yeah. I looked it up, I, like, I, I looked up about the stuff about the movie and I could not find anything about how it's being animated or anything, so I had no ha- idea how, how truthful that is. Mm. But I actually found some very interesting things that, this is actually an adaptation of a comic by uh, Wang Nima, uh, and her, the comic is 7723, mm. which is, is so it's a, it's a, comic in China like obviously the the comic book creator is Chinese mm-hmm. but yeah so I found that very interesting and like Netflix acquired the rights to the film for like 30 million dollars I think in Damn. a bidding war so yeah personally I think like the animation it looks gorgeous like everything looks really top notch mm. and the voice talent behind the film is actually really interesting because you have like uh, John Krasinski Jason Sudeikis, David Cross, I think uh, her name's Sharon Yee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one, like, the act, the voice actress who plays the main girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, even though the story is one that, again, does seem familiar, like iRobot and Big Hero 6, mm. I, I'm actually really looking forward to it to see how this film or this story has its own unique way of telling itself you, you know what i mean yeah yeah that's okay, a bad yeah. way of explaining it no but you just <laughs> want to see what the story's like yeah 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 i i do too like i'm curious like when we're watching it i can't like i said i kind of got it but at the same time i kind of didn't and i also felt like it had a big hero six influence but with it being an adaptation i'm kind of a bit more curious because i guess i have something to pull from instead of just someone thought of it and maybe they watched big hero six and that's where all the i, I mean that could have happened with the comic book too but mm. i'm curious yeah, and I love the joke at the end of the trailer. It's so like the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, okay. But the more I watch the trailer, and I've watched, I've seen it four times already. But like, I just love it, it every like more every time. It's like seven seven two three opens the gate, and the gate is like, wow, thanks for opening me, and it's like starts going back to close. Oh, you're right, no closing again. <laughs> and like his little arms fold yeah. up and just smacks close. That voice sounded very familiar, but I can't put my finger on who it is. Uh, who knows? Probably gonna watch it another three times <laughs> just to catch up to you alone. Uh, um, okay, so our next trailer coming down the street is Spider Man. Oh, yeah, here we go. Spider Man PS4. Oh, man, I'm so excited. The hype train. 
that hype is real. I've been waiting for this game. I mean, I guess everyone has for like two years now. Because I think they mentioned it at E3 two years ago. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I, just the hype is indescribable. <laughs> no, the only thing that probably has had more hype that I, I've known is Infinity War. Yeah, that's fair. That that hype was redonkulous. Yeah. So, I mean, well, the trailer starts off hearing the voice of, you know, J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. And he's all like, oh, you know. And it sounds like he's doing, like, a radio talk show thing, which yeah, is interesting. Yeah, it does sound like that. Yeah, I'm curious. I hope it's, like, a running thing through the whole game. Like, every now and then, Peter, what's his name? Uh, Townsend? P- Peter pa- Patterson. Patterson. <laughs> um, calls and, like, tries to big up Spider-Man and... J. Jonah Jameson just slaps him down. Because that's what he does. Uh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm... I hope that's how... I hope that's a part of the game. That would be really funny. But yeah, so, basically, the trailer is just meant to, like, show you new, like, just different areas of New York yeah. and Spider-Man swinging and flipping through I think, it. yeah, it's supposed to go show you the swinging mechanic. Because yeah. that's the big problem. Of, not a problem, but that's the big kind of question a lot of people have. Because the swinging mechanic in previous Spider-Mans kind of since Spider-Man 2 when Tobey Maguire was Spider-Man when that game came out mm-hmm. the kind of swinging mechanic has always been subpar yeah. but in this one it looks like they've really taken a focus on it yeah I think it was, what was, uh, was Spider-Man 2 Ultimate Spider-Man because Ultimate Spider-Man was very similar to Spider-Man 2 mm. and maybe Web of Shadows had like the the swinging mechanic of like oh well the webs will actually go onto a building or something you yeah, can't yeah. just swing from nowhere yeah yeah Whereas, like, games after that were like, well... Like the Amazing Spider-Man ones. Yeah, they were. They weren't great. And it was really annoying, because with the Amazing Spider-Man 2 video game, Mm. they were like, oh, no, no, we'll we'll have it so, you know, your webs will stick to something. But then, as soon as you're in, like, a boss battle, your webs can stick to the (laughs) thin air, and it's like, what? But, yeah, um... No, it's just a helicopter that just follows... Yeah, a helicopter that follows Spidey around... (laughs) But yeah, no, this this trailer looks really good. Mm. And we this also game looks really good. Oh, it looks phenomenal. Mm. Sorry, I should I should say the game, but yeah. Um the trailer also showed little things like, you know, the backpack the like the backpacks. So in the in the game, these are backpacks that are left over from previous times Peter's had to change into Spider Man. So within these backpacks you'll find um, I think it's like outfits. Like costumes and stuff. Yeah, co- like cost different costumes and these different costumes comes with different abilities, which kind of annoy me. Like, I, I prefer the outfits to be just purely cosmetic. Yeah. But I will say the kind of cool thing is you can actually swap the abilities with the different outfits. Oh, so I'm cool. Like, I didn't know right, that. That's fair. Fair enough. Um, have you seen any of the outfits? Uh, there's the homemade outfit and the Iron Spider outfit from the MCU. There's a punk rocker outfit too, which yeah. looks sick. He uses he, like he fights with a guitar sometimes. Like what? It, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> that's that's crazy, but I love it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, I know there's going to be the noir outfit. Yeah, which personally that's one of my favorites. He Spider-Man uses guns outfit. with that one, I think. But I don't think he like he probably doesn't kill people. Yeah, of course. Just like rubber bullets or something. That's still cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know about. Oh, maybe he doesn't. Maybe I'm thinking of like the comic book. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But yes, and like we see the Wakandan Embassy, the Doctor Strange's New York Sanctorum, yep. the Avengers uh, Tower. Which, I, yeah, that, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I had to take the video back a few times just to watch it again. Yeah, I mean, you've you got to. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just and there's going to be so many Easter eggs in that game. 
Oh, yeah. It'll be ridiculous. I mean, I think technically it's called Marvel's Spider-Man, not Spider-Man PS4, but that's what everyone knows it as. Yeah, because I think it's only coming out on PS4, isn't it? At least for the time being. Yeah, because, yeah, Sony. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair point. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I forget that Spider-Man still is Sony. Uh, good good for the games, maybe not so good for the movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so far it hasn't been good for the games either, except for, like, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah. True, true. Uh, the next trailer we have on Trailer Street is Battlefield Five. Mm. So... I'm just going to say this one thing. I know you're going to get into it. Just let me say this one thing. No, go for it. EA make fantastic trailers. EA will make some of the best trailers you've ever seen. They're like the Michael Bay studio of trailers. When the game comes out, it's a pile of shit. Mm. So, I'm very wary. You always got to be very wary when it comes to EA. Mm. Isn't that true? Mm. Although, thankfully, I think it's DICE. They make the Battlefield games that they make phenomenal games. Mm. Like, the previous Battlefield was Battlefield 1. I'm, I'm still wanting to buy that. And they're selling it pretty cheap at um, EV Games, so I might jump on that when I can. It's really good. Well, what I found very interesting about uh, Battlefield 1 and the campaign was it was split up into different segments. Mm. So it's not like, oh, well, you're one soldier and you go to yeah, the yeah. Like It's you can kind different of, areas. And kind of like, select around the map or something. Yeah, so like you have like uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, you got um, um, the Anzacs at yeah, Gallipoli. Got, yeah, the Anzacs at Gallipoli. You've got, yeah, a few different things. Mm. Uh, I think you play as a tank unit in one of them. Oh, cool. Yeah, I really, I played that game a couple of times, but I never owned it. Because I kind of like, since I think Black Ops Two, I was kind of like, ah, oh, fuck military games, like, but, um, but yeah, this one and actually <laughs> speaking about Call of Duty, the the one that the World War Two one that came out, I want to play that too. I've never played it, and it looks real good, and I've heard good things. I've never really heard bad things about it. Oh, I've I've played it actually. The I I played the multiplayer, and it's kind of fun. And I'm like, wow, they really copied off Battlefield One like hard. And well, Battlefield 1 was World War 1. Yeah. And now Battlefield 5 is going to be... I think it's World War 2. World War 2, yeah, that's what I think. I mean, that's what it looks like, at least. Yeah. Um, but um, Call of Duty was World War 2, so mm-hmm. who's copying who now? <laughs> um, who was the... No, everyone copied Medal of Honor. Ben, that's that's fair. You yeah, you got a point. <laughs> yeah, Medal of Honor should be the one that's up top, yet yeah, it's the one that's down the bottom. And you know, the last one they did was uh, what Medal of Honor Warfighter, and that tanked horribly. Really? Oh, it did not. No, it was just bad. <laughs> nah, nah, it just sucked. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just anyway, but mm. back to Battlefield yeah, Five. That's our focus. Yeah. So, it like um, I'll, I'll just say the things that I really liked. It was like you know, it was said in game foot like in game footage. So I was mm. like, oh, all right, cool. And I think apart from, like, the initial few seconds, it really was, like, just in-game footage, and the game looks spectacular. Mm. I mean, the graphics look great, mm. but I just mean the amount of shit that's going on yeah, yeah. is ridiculous, and for that to... Like, but I feel render- like that always I mean, maybe, happens in trailers maybe, for games like that. Oh, yeah, that's true. But not to such an extent, I suppose. I mean, let's, let's face it, it's probably in-game footage running on a high-end PC. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll probably, like, bring it down Scale to consoles. Yeah, 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 that's what they usually do. Oh, especially do you remember if you Ubisoft. Yeah. The Ubisoft Man. always do it. It's so annoying. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, like, it was action-packed, man. Like, mm. there's explosions everywhere. People running, jumping out of windows and, like, rolling and stuff. Now, 
I liked that, but then I kind of I didn't like that as well. Like it was a bit over the top, and I'm like, <laughs> mm. like I feel like Battlefield One was trying to be very serious mm. in its thing, and I mean, I don't think Dice have said that they're trying to be as accurate and serious with this one. Like mm. it's just meant to be fun, mm. which it looks fun. Mm. It looks like ridiculous fun. At least it's not like Call of Duty World War Two. It's like we're going to be a hundred percent accurate, guys, and then next minute they're like. You can play as a black female soldier for the Nazis, yo. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, there were, historically, there were black people mm. and Indians who actually did serve the Gestapo, so... Okay, fair enough. So it is historically accurate, I will give it that. Not that it was very common, mind you, but anyway. And still, enough to get you in a game. Yeah. Because um, well, that's what they all wanted at the end of the day in World War Two, To be put in a game in 2016, 17, whatever it was. Yeah, exactly, of course. <laughs> Um, and also a lot of, um, vehicles in Battlefield 5 that they showed, you know, planes, mm. tanks. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, typical, typical Battlefield stuff. Yeah. Destructible environments. Whew. Did those, dis- did those well, environments... Battlefront, so, do you ever play, one of my favourite military games is actually a Battlefront game called Bad Company. And uh, it was kind of, like, more story-based, like, you were in, a, like, a, a crew of, like, four people. I've heard that. And, one, yeah. oh, it was a fantastic game, but all the buildings, like, if you th- if you shot a grenade in there from a grenade launcher, the building would just fucking explode. Mm. It was sick. Wasn't Bad Company 2, that one was set in Vietnam? Yeah, that one wasn't as good. No, oh, okay. Just because it had more of, like, if I remember correctly, it had more of a Battlefront now kind of thing. Like, you were just in, like, the army and you were just one person. And there was no story pretty... I mean, there's a story, but it's not the same. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Battlefield, um, yeah. That's what I said. I said Battlefront. You said Battlefront. I always get confused with those two. It's alright. Now they're both made by DICE, so... Yes, that's the same shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, and also, it looks like there's like a, a quite a few maps that we saw. Like, we saw one that was set in a town, mm. some out in the meadow, and like one out in the, the snow. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that it showed very quickly, but it showed a lot, so... Mm. It's, right. It looks promising. That's good. And the one thing I wrote in all capital letters that I got under my dislike, because I always write likes and dislikes, so the one thing I wrote, dislike, Battle Royale, no, stop it, <laughs> games, seriously, no, yeah, fuck. you're bad, go sit in the corner. Um, I was talking to my sister, like she's a teacher, and she was saying kids are missing school because of, um, because of Fortnite. Fortnite. They would like, because they play till 2, 3, 4 in the morning, and then they don't get up for school. And oh, man, it's ridiculous. Like, and not high school kids, like year five or something. Yeah. And you, like, yeah. they're all like in school. They're telling like another kid, like, "Fucking suck my dick, blah blah, beat your ass in Fortnite, you fucking piece of shit." And like, my sisters, like, or teachers everywhere, I suppose, are like sitting there going, "What the?" F-? Like, it's crazy. Like, but anyway, <laughs> like, because I just when you said battle royale, that's what made me think of it, but. Mm. Battle Royale games are they're gonna yeah. like they're not gonna last forever then what are all these games gonna be no one's gonna be on their servers and shit oh, while it lasts although man, if it's... Red Dead Redemption if, like if Red Dead Redemption 2 has a Battle Royale I'm all on it <laughs> you know Call of Duty's also doing a Battle Royale really? yeah fuck they're calling it yeah cause it was Black Ops 4 they're calling it Blackout it's the biggest map they've ever made and they're finally adding in vehicles and Call of Duty for a change and I was like yeah. but like but, sorry um, the funny thing about Call of Duty is my favourite map 
was the smallest map they had. Big yeah. Town. Big Town. Yeah. Big Town was the best. No one wants. I don't hate big maps. Just give me a map where we can all just mm. run into each other. Yeah, I know. Um, what was I gonna say? But actually, speaking. Sorry, quickly back to Fortnite. Yeah. Um, did you <laughs> did you hear the story? That our parents were actually hiring people to help their children play yeah. Fortnite better. Yeah, yeah, like Fortnite coaches. Yeah, and Fortnite shit. tutors. <sighs> That's hilarious. Imagine that. Like you're getting paid to teach someone to play video games. Isn't wasn't that the dream as a kid? <laughs> yeah. Just being paid to play video games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a dream now to be honest. Yeah. But um, that's yeah. When I got told about that the other day, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but yeah, I will say though. Uh, in in defense of Battlefield Five, um, the quick little snippet that they showed looked interesting. Uh, you know, like they have full on tanks and vehicles as well as you know just the regular running around and shooting people. Mm. Which, I mean, I don't know how that's going to balance out, but I did hey, like that Ring of Fire. You know how like they have, always have something that closes in. Yeah, I do like the, how it's a Ring of Fire, but yeah, can play some Johnny Cash. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, no, so, I mean, but yeah, no, fuck it's it. not something that other people have done before. Like, uh, what is it? Uh, the one that kind of really started off the actually. Well, no, it didn't start off. No, but what, what was it called? The yeah. one before Fortnite. Are you talking about um, PUBG? Yeah, PUBG. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had vehicles. Yeah, so did yeah they had little buggies and stuff. Yeah. And you could like run people over. But apart from that, there was no weaponized vehicles. As H1Z far as one seems alright, but I don't think it has hasn't caught the audience yet. No. Well, the people that made PUBG, were, they were the same ones who made the H1Z1 Battle Royale mod. Oh, well, H1Z1 now has a side game for Battle Royale. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can download it separately. Yeah, that's true. But, let's be honest, is as far as video games, the one that started it all was Minecraft Hunker Game Survival. <laughs> Pay your specs, alright? Son? Son? <laughs> but no, I mean, I wonder if the actual creator, or like the author of the Battle Royale novel, I wonder if they ever thought it would come to this. Nah, no way. I don't think anyone ever imagined something that big. You know what I mean? Like, something taking over the world like that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so... Battle Royale and Battlefield Five. Actually, sorry, to end to end it off, I saw this hilarious meme. And it's it's got, um... Have you seen Rick and Morty? Yeah. So, do you know the episode with all the me-seeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like... Why'd you wrote me in this? Well, I didn't. It's not my fault because he wrote me in this. Yeah, but he wrote me in this. <laughs> so it's basically just that. It's got Call of Duty Black Ops 4. And it's like, it's not my fault because he wrote me in this. And it points to the Battlefield. And the Battlefield points to Fortnite. And Fortnite points to PUBG. <laughs> and it just goes back and forth. That's fair. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But whatever makes money, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I mean, like, they're fun, but it's like everyone, like, yeah, you know, it was probably like, you know, PUBG and Fortnite. It's like, cool, I don't mind some competition, but it's like, mm. can everyone just stop? Like, because at some point, it, it's too much. It's going to get too much. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that is the end of Trailer Street. Not yep. too much congestion this time. No, no, a lot, it's a lot more free-flowing this time. Yeah. Although, thankfully, though, we can pull off Trailer Street onto News Road. Yeah, News Road it is. And I think we're sticking with that name for now. I think we are for now, yeah, yeah. Now. I like it better than, what was the last time? News Lane. News Lane, yeah. Yeah. So flip over my notebook. What comes up first in News Road? Well, on News Road, the first thing that I see, oh boy, look out the window, it's IGN plagiarism. <laughs> so, <laughs> if everyone looks at the left side of their vehicle. <laughs> You're saying IGN plagiarism. <laughs> so, okay, it's not 
technically IGN. It was an editor that they hired called Philip Mewson. So, how the story goes mm-hmm. is that there was a game that was developed called Dead Cells. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone's loving Dead Cells. Oh, Dead Cells good. Anyway, that's not the point of the story. <laughs> the point of the story is... We're not here to rate games. We're here no. to parade people that rate games. Yes. <laughs> so, there was a channel called Boomstick Gaming, and they uploaded a review of Dead Cells on the 24th of July. Mm-hmm. Now, Philip Mewson uploaded his review of Dead Cells mm-hmm. on August 6th. Right? And you're like, okay, all right. So, Philip Mewson's uploaded it a week yeah, or so yeah. later. Okay, Just what's, for a different company. Yeah, all right. What's, so what's the dealio? Mm-hmm. So Boomstick Gaming later released a video called IGN Copied My Dead Cells Review. What do I do? Uh, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> At times, it, it's funny because at uni, you know, we do a lot of assessments and everything has to be paraphrased and whatnot. And that seemed like what he was doing for a lot of the things. A lot of things were the same, but he was saying it in his own words. Then at other times it was like okay this is, is this is just his own um, opinion, but then there were like about two or three or four moments where he just outright said the same exact same thing the other guy said pretty much, mm. like he did not cover his tracks whatsoever. Yeah, no, Philip Mewson, yeah, he just like look, uh, I think it's clear like it's it's basically just the highest like it's like the sorry not the high school, but it's like what okay it is like what you do in high school I was like okay. What this textbook says, you have to, like, write that down, but in your own words. And it's like, you know, let's say, oh, the Lady Victoria was born in 1843. And then you're like, 1843 is the year Victoria was born. Yeah. Like, that's just it. Like, that's what yeah. that is. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, it's, and sometimes it's, like, worse than other times, but he straight up, like, yeah. copyrighted what this dude did. He, yeah, he did, man. He just plagiarized the hell out of it. So when it was brought to IGN's attention, they pulled the review... And oh, yeah, really? Yeah, they, so they pulled the review and they like went over it and they're like, okay. And that guy had probably no job anymore. No, yeah, Phil Mewson was fired later that day. I'm not surprised. And, you know, and so, so Kotaku, which is another um, video game journalism website, you know, they talked about it. And um, they're like, oh, well, they're like, they looked at a, a few of his other reviews and they're like, hmm, these are fishy too. Like, oh, really? You, he may have plagiarized these. Then later, Mewson made a really shit apology video, um, and to quote some of the former, uh, not sorry, to quote some of the other workers. Say something. IGN, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're right. But even if he just said, "I watched this in what was it, Boomstick?" Yeah, Boomstick Gaming. If I watch this in Boomstick Gaming, and I quote, and then he rips off, at least he's acknowledging that yeah. would have saved his job, and probably not got him in. Any shit that he was in. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. No, it's all right. Well, actually, Mewson in his really shitty apology video is like, oh, he's like, I, I didn't in, in mean to intentionally do it. Uh, I must have just been like a, a similar thing. He's like, oh, I wish Boomstick came the best wishes. But he never really, apart from that, he didn't really talk about the, the whole plagiarism thing. Hmm. But anyways, to quote some other workers at IGN, uh, I, can't, I can't remember the names and I wish I did, but one guy said, an apology has not been so poorly received since Kevin Spacey's. Like, oh, shit. Like that. <laughs> Damn. Oh, fuck. And then, um, and then another person wrote, like, plagiarism is not, uh, is not accidental. It's, like, it, like, it, like, yeah, it is you do it on purpose. intentional. Sorry, it mm. is not accidental. It is intentional. It's something along those lines. But anyways, also in that video, Mewson's like, it's like, okay, Kotaku, so you think you can find more of my circle of plagiarism? Well, why don't you do that? 
which Mewson doesn't know the rules of the internet, never challenged the internet to anything. Yeah. Because not only did Kotaku, but other people on the internet went through every single review and then other reviews of similar games or, you know, and they found that he basically plagiarized almost everything. Even his own, uh, his own resume was a copy paste of a <laughs> template. How did they find that? Who knows? I don't know, but they did. And so then, basically, I think it was the head PC editor mm. uh, at IGN was like, it's alright, we've we've gone through everything that you've sent to us, and we're pulling all of his reviews. Oh, okay, so good. So every review that he ever put up on for IGN is gone. Oh, good. And he's I, not the too much water guy, is he? I know. Oh, thank goodness, that's classic. I don't, I'm pretty sure he's not. So, yeah, there goes the tale of the IGN plagiarism. So, and, like, the thing is, it was just one guy who they hired. Yeah, yeah. This damages the credibility of IGN in the future. Oh, for sure. You know? Like, it's going to take a while for them to really come back. Yeah, yeah, if they come back. They might have to rebrand. But maybe not that hard. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. If if one guy does all that, Jesus. Mm. But, yeah, so they're really going to have to be careful who they hire from now on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, like, I, I don't feel anything for Philip Mewson... No. Like, you know, Fuck but I, I feel for like, I feel for IGN, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty like, they're a staple in the gaming community. Mm. So for them to take a hit like this, but they might be alright. Yeah, they'll, they'll be fine, but it's just like, mm. yeah, I suppose the credibility might be a bit hurt. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll bounce back. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, they're huge. Like, <laughs> the two, the, well, the three biggest uh, game gaming websites that I know of are IGN, Game Informer and Kotaku, so... Mm. Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Alright, well, as we trail on down the street, what else is up? Well, uh, Telltale's Walking Dead's final season is out now. So, I mean, that's something that I'm going to be looking forward to. Hopefully I can buy it, you know, with my limited amount of money (laughs) and play it. But, I mean, yeah, like, I'm kind of sad, like, it's the final season. Like, a, a part of me wishes they'd keep going, but I'm like, I know it's better if they don't because then you end up with the walking dead tv show <laughs> yeah no one wants that no um i'm excited i still gotta finish i think we spoke about this last time but i uh, i still gotta finish the other two seasons i finished the first season but then my computer decided to delete my save files so technically i haven't finished it oh gee. um so i gotta play that and then i'm gonna play the season two um and then i'll jump on the third season yeah but from what I know, they're still really good. Like, they still hold up. Mm. Yeah, I remember just seeing the trailer for the final season, and there's, like, like at the end, like, as Clementine's talking to AJ, and, you know, she's like, what are the rules? And it's like, you know, what's the first rule? And he's like, never go alone. Mm. What's the second rule? And it's like, always save the last bullet for yourself. Mm. Which is horrifying to think uh, to, to think that that's coming out of a five-year-old's Yeah, mouth. that's correct. I mean, it's a different world. Yeah, it's, of course, it's a different world. Mm. And then she's like, and she looked at him and she's like, what happens if I get bit? And then everyone's like, if you fucking kill Clementine, <laughs> we riot. I reckon they will. I reckon. Then how else are you going to end it? Like, if they, if she doesn't if she doesn't die, why would you end it at season three? You want to finish her story. Uh, like, it's how Rick's going to go at the end of the season, I reckon. Like, how else is he going to... Like, if this is... If the show's not ending, but Rick is leaving, or the, the actor's leaving, um... Why? How else would you like? He's not going to be like, okay, guys, I'm going to Florida for the rest of my life. I'm sure there's no zombies there. See ya. Yeah. Like he's going to get his fucking jugular ripped out by a zombie. 
And I'd it, fucking start watching again if Rick's throat fucking got me just ripped out. Jeez. But no, I'll tell you what. Although he was my favourite character, so maybe not. Yeah, just simply for... Was it simply for... Gore. <laughs> you said he was... You, when we were talking about this last time, you said Carl's dead. I think. Well, that's what my... That's what, like... That's what my friend Jared told me. He was like, yeah, no, he's like dead. And I'm like, okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, if I, legit, if I have the option to either pick Clementine or AJ, I'm picking Clementine to live for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I don't, care, I don't care you're five years old. <laughs> I don't think you'll get a choice. No, probably not. I think the choice is you're going to shoot her in the head or you're going to let her turn. You shoot bring, her in the head. Bring, bring back them season one feels, man. <laughs> don't do that to me. <sighs> but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um... Another, yeah, another thing on News Road, mm. the Power Ranger 25th anniversary is coming up. Yeah, boy! So, I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, in, I've been a Power Rangers fan my whole life. Yeah, so we're recording this on the 20th of the 8th, so in eight days will be the 25th anniversary yeah. of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers' first episode released yeah. in the US. So for this, Nickelodeon, in their current series, which I do believe is called... I wrote this down. Super Ninja Steel. That's right, yeah. Super Ninja Steel. They're going to have the episode... Because Ninja Steel was last season. Because what they do now is they do a season and they do like a super season. Because it's like oh. Samurai became Super Samurai. Mega Force became Super Mega Force. And now these ones are Super whatever the fuck they're called. Ninja Steel. And I think it's like they get more powers or something. Like they get like powers on top of their powers. Yeah, and then... The sixth ranger becomes even more powerful. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. I don't think they've had a sixth ranger for a while. And if they do, it's usually always Tommy. He comes back every so often. But he'll be back for this one. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say. Yeah. Well, yeah, for the episode Dimensions in Danger, they will have the current rangers and Whoever previous rangers, such as Tommy and yeah. other people. They don't have Kimberly. They have Catherine coming back, who was yeah. the Australian chick who took Kimberly's spot in the originals. She's Australian. And, no yeah. way. And they got... A Red Ranger from yeah, Wes. They got Wes from... I'm going to say Time Force, but I'm probably wrong. I'm glad that you know more of this than I do, because... Yeah. Like I said, I've been a fan my whole life. But I've, ever since... Cause they were, all right, here's a bit of a history lesson for okay, you. So the history. Power Rangers, um, they were with a company called Saban. Yeah. Um, and then they were bought by Disney. Mm-hmm. They filmed in New Zealand and stuff, and those episodes are shit. Oh, that's right. I remember, um, yeah, cause I remember watching one, and it was like, I think it was Samurai, and they were like all Kiwi, and I'm like, what? But Samurai, it's funny you say that, Samurai was the first season back with Saban. Oh, there you go. But they were still, I think they still film in New Zealand, because it's cheaper and whatnot. But, um... No, it's a beautiful country as well. I yeah. Mean, it's not a bad trade-off. Oh, I love, I love New Zealand. Um, but they had a lot of Australian actors and stuff go through, like, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's... Should have been. It should have ended in like the early two thousands, but they didn't, and it's still going now. So there you go. Yeah. Because like they were gonna cancel it. Like that's what, that's why and Saban was like, well, I'm gonna try sell it, and if no mm. one sells it, that's it. Yeah. And Disney bought it, and they kept going, and they had stuff like RPM and Mystic Force, and just weird, weird seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and now it's back where it belongs, and they're bringing the old ones back. So I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna because I think that's like just an episode, or it's like. A couple episodes. I'll probably watch them. I usually turn it on when the new guys are around. When the old guys are around, I mean. Yeah. Makes me wonder what they're going to do for the 50th anniversary. <laughs> they're going to get Doctor Who people. <laughs> no. Um, well, who knows? I mean, like, most of those people are in their, their, um, in, near their 50s and stuff. Like, 
Tommy was 45. Really? Like, like, yeah, something like that. And I think the lady who plays Kimberly, who's not in this one, but she's like 47 or 48 or something. Yeah, it's, it's funny that, that this story came up because, like, the other day, because I I I've been watching IT Crowd yeah. and I, I just finished it because I'd be, like, watching the whole thing. Mm. And so I'm like, I saw, you know, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put that on. <laughs> And I was like, oh, wow, this is really candy. Yeah, no, it does not hold up whatsoever. As a kid, I was like, yeah, but I'm like... I, know, I still watch it now. Like, <laughs> I'll put it on. If I'm not doing anything, I'll put on an episode. But, yeah, it doesn't... Like, there's, I don't think it even held up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, it was pretty campy, but, yeah, it works. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, cause just seeing, like, Rita Repulsa, and I'm like, wow, this is clearly dubbed over. Because oh, her mouth keeps going, over. but yep, she yep. stops talking, like... Yeah, I mean, you, if you've seen um, Jeff Dunham, like, uh, it, it was, I can't remember which special it was, but it was with Peanut, and they were talking about, like, the ja- like the dubbing and the yeah, Japanese. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that. Oh, man. it is. It's, it definitely is. Like, it's, but, and I think they only get their own reader in season two. I think season one, it's all, Jap- it's mostly Japanese footage in mm. season one, and then they start needing to branch out because there's not enough footage. <laughs> there you um, go. Because Super Sentai. Their ones usually last a season, where Mighty Morphin... I mean, now the Power Rangers last a season, but mm. Mighty Morphin lasted three, four seasons, something like that. Yeah. Um, that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Um, they're actually... Like, a lot of the fans are kind of pissed because Tommy was always supposed to be with Kimberly, right? You sound mm-hmm. like a fucking teenage girl. Um, oh, my gosh. Tommy was supposed to be with Kimberly? But it's revealed in... The, the um the new episodes that are coming out that he's actually married to Catherine the Aussie chick who replaced Kimberly, and every like geeks, shock horror yeah people are losing their shit like like people are like nah man that's not right fucking this is bullshit I let a part of me is like yeah man that sucks but then like I remember like she breaks up with him in the show I'm like well that makes sense hmm. I mean I think in Zio she yeah, in Zio she breaks up with that's why people are pissed it just hit me no one watched fucking Power Rangers Zio. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, like, I, I, mean, I love being like a nerd or a geek, whatever you want to call it, but sometimes, man, oh. we, our anger gets directed we'll get to there. the wrong places. We'll get there. <laughs> Believe me. We're going to get there today in this episode. Oh, boy. But, um, actually, fuck it, let's get there now. Yeah, might as well. We'll start, we'll start with like the first part of this news, because this news is broken up into two parts. Okay. Ruby Rose, Australian actress, mm-hmm. going to be the new Batwoman. Yep. I think it's in Arrow. Oh, it's, oh no, it's, she's got in, her own show. In the Arrow. In the Arrowverse. Yeah. Um, which I was excited about. I like her. I think she's a good actress. Mm. Um, and she's Australian, so that's not bad. Um, I didn't know though, that. Kind of the news of a Batwoman program just kind of jumped out of nowhere. I didn't know anything about it till about two weeks ago when she was announced as yeah. Batwoman. Um, but I'm all for it. Like... So, I said this thing before we went on that hiatus that it felt like we were drowning in superhero stuff. And I still kind of feel like that. But if we're just going to keep piling things on, at least we're getting things that aren't, like, the major players. Mm. Like, Batwoman, she's not, like, the bottom of the totem pole, but she's not... Like, she's not Batman, and she's not Superman, and she's, like, she's... I don't think she's even as well-known as Supergirl. No. Um, And Batgirl's more well-known. Exactly. Because yeah. I was so confused. I thought, I, I'm like, oh, Batwoman. I'm like, oh, yeah, another part of the Bat family. And, mm. then, and then my friend Jared was like, no, she's not. And I'm like, what? I think she, 
I think she kind of is. Like, uh, she's worked with Batman before, but I think she's a solo player. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think it's, um, it's like Spider-Man and Spider-Woman. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that was good. And then two days later, I find out, oh, I guess everyone found out that she quit Twitter because of the backlash. Yeah. Like, when did, when, like, it happened with Star Wars, like, the new girl in Star Wars, like, I wasn't a fan of her, but I wasn't about to tell her to go fucking eat a dick or whatever. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when did, you remember when geeks were like, we were the ones that were the, like, we were the ones that were... Accepting and open to things? Yeah, and, and, like, we were the ones that the bullies were attacking and all that stuff. When did we become what we hated? Like, you know what I mean? I think we've always been that way, dude. But we haven't. Like, not when I was a kid, at least. Like, I just don't think you realised it. You, like, think about, like, all the times things change and, like, it, it's just it's just become a lot more prevalent now. Uh, I th- not prevalent, but it's a lot more accessible to see that now. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you're right, but I don't know. I always thought we weren't as big of dicks as we seem to be because, fuck, when we don't like something, Jesus Christ. Um, they were saying, like, like she's like like some people were saying she's not even American. Why is she playing an American? Some people were saying, but you know the dumbest thing because like Batwoman's Bat Batwoman's a lesbian. Yeah. And they were saying she's not even a lesbian. Like. Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. She wasn't lesbian enough. She wasn't lesbian enough. And uh, she's I, a fucking lesbian. Yeah. Like, she used to get roles. She used to not get roles because people would say she's too lesbian for that role. Mm. And now they're saying. Yeah. When when your argument. Or, or, or if one of your main arguments has come down to this person is not gay enough or something along those lines, yeah, like, yeah. it's it's a weak fucking argument, oh, dude. Fuck, yeah, Let it, it go. But, like, she just, like, like, at least wait till the show comes out. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe she'll be the best thing in the Arrowverse. Yeah, Maybe she'll might. be the worst thing. But we're not going to know because the show hasn't even started filming yet, let alone mm. been out for you to bitch about it. It's like, and then, like, other people saying, oh, well, the character is traditionally Jewish and she's not Jewish. Like, I, I, I can get that, but, like, because I used to, like, I used to, especially if you listen to very old episodes, I'm like, oh, well, I think these characters should stick to their race. But, mm. like, now I'm like, man, fuck that. Mm. Like, characters, they're fictional and they change all the time. Mm. Would I prefer it if they stick to their original thing? Yeah, but if you want to do something new with it, do something new with it, man. Yeah, I agree. And, like, another thing kind of similar to this, um, there was talks that the director of the new Bond film wants to get Idris Elba. Yeah. Right? And then, like, Idris Elba posted a picture on, I think it was Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, and he was like, I'm Elba, Elba Idris yeah, Elba. Yeah. And then he's like, wait, don't believe the hype. Yeah, yeah. And then freaking stupid bitch Katie Hopkins. Who's that? She's a, she's a British journalist, but she's very xenophobic. Okay. Like... Um, right with the royal wedding that happened recently between Harry and Megan. Megan, mm. thank you. She, and she she posted a picture and it had like Megan in her wedding dress and Kate Middleton in her wedding dress and she's like, oh sorry, you can't just copy class, like full on. Like wow. she's one of those kind of people. Oh, like, and she's up. like, I, I hate it when uh, people name their children after geographical locations. And then like a journalist is like, wait, but isn't your daughter called India? And she's like, yes, but that's not a geographical location. It's just a country. Exactly. It's a subcontinent. Anyway, but, so yeah, um, I don't know, like, it's, it's really stupid, like, the whole thing, like, you mm. just gotta wait and see. Like, that's the main thing, just wait and see. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely feel like, in terms of people lashing out, it's, it's a lot easier 
these days because of things oh. like social media. For sure. And just, just the way I think people are now. Like, mm. I mean, look, if you look back... People are like... Ev- well, not everyone, but the majority of people are keyboard warriors. Mm. Straight up, 100%. Like, I, I, I'm like, look back to George W. Bush or Obama being president, mm. right? And you look at political discourse or just how people would interact with each other with opposing views. Mm. Sure, there was some, you know, oh, you know, screw you, fuck you, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But there was, I think, I feel like there was more talking, but now, and like, look, I don't like Trump either. Yeah. Like, you know, as my, I just like Trump as much as the next person. Yeah, yeah. But if you even were like, if you were even like, oh, well, I lean pol- like right politically, everyone's like, no, you're a Nazi, screw you, go to hell, die. It is like that though, and no one wants to talk anymore. Everyone just wants to scream their opinions above the other. That's the thing. Everyone wants their opinions above your opinion, above the other guy's opinion. But that other guy wants his opinion over that person's opinion. Like that's what it all is. It's just people's personal opinion because everyone's so angry about it. That's why it all gets out there because everyone's so angry about it. Back in the day, you have an opinion, you share it with your friend, they share theirs back. All right, fair enough. That's it. Done. But now it's like, no, nah, fuck, like, I want to kill this motherfucker because he said something that I didn't like, and ugh, it just drives me up the fucking wall. Yeah. It, it would be great if political discourse was more like that of... But it's not even political stuff. Well, yeah, it? I mean, well, sorry, yeah, just discourse mm. in general. It'd be better if it was like that of Daryl Davis. Who? Daryl Davis. Uh, he's a blues musician. Uh, he's a black man. Mm. But, uh... The amazing thing is that he, when he was young, you know, he experienced racism. Mm. And he's like, well, why do these people hate me if they don't know me? Mm. And so he was writing a book on that later in his life. Mm. And he actually met somebody who was part of the KKK. Shit. Like, after doing a performance. And anyway, so he talked with that guy and they started talking. And that guy gave him the number to an imperial dragon who is like a national leader within the KKK. Yeah. So, uh, well, anyways, you should look up Daryl Davis. Yeah, yeah, that's a long story. But to cut a long story short, basically, he met with this Imperial Dragon, and then they became friends. Okay. And this Imperial Dragon actually invited him to a KKK rally. And he went. And, like, but he, after, like, the rally, he was allowed, like, back with the other members of KKK. He eventually, like, that guy who was an Imperial Dragon, he left the KKK. Daryl Davis has over 200... Klansman's robes because they've like I, I don't believe in this anymore really full on and he's he's like supplied a bus to the KKK to help them go to rallies he's <laughs> fixed their robes what the fuck yeah because he's his thing is basically like I may not agree with what you agree yeah. with but we can sit down and we can talk about it okay and that is what we need we yeah, just need people yeah. to calm down yeah. just talk man yeah but not just shout at each other ah it's, it's ridiculous well anyway we're way off topic we did. We like diverge into an alley way of, yeah. off <laughs> phil, phil, philosophy avenue, uh, phil, phil, uh, philosophy alleyway avenue. I don't know. <laughs> but for the last thing on News Road, we have something quite interesting. I mm. find uh, HBO is picked up or is planning on making a new show based off Watchmen. Okay. Yeah. So I watched the movie Watchmen ages ago, and and I didn't care for it mm. yeah I, it was the same with me but I was like I, think, I can't remember how old it was I was like eight mm. and then my and then my dad took us to it and it's like a pretty hardcore film yeah yeah it's, you should not take a kid to that film <laughs> no 
But anyway, sorry, continue. No, you're right. The, the story itself is actually really interesting. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of worried when I saw the headline because I'm like, oh no, they're just gonna try and remake Watchmen. And but then <laughs> is that what, how you said it too. I was like, oh no. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but no. So what they're doing is, it's, it's actually gonna take place after Watchmen. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take place in the 21st century. Okay. And uh, the showrunner is Damon Lindelof. Yep. Who he with, did Lost and yeah, Lost. a couple other things, and I'm not a big fan. Like yeah, everything I've seen that he makes, kind of fizzles. Yeah, like, he he was like one of the writers on the Star Trek films. Mm. Oh, not sorry, on all of them actually, not one of them. like since Abrams, because I think he's like he's a friend of J.J. Abrams, mm. and so he does because Abrams did Lost and stuff, and I think he kind of tags on to what he does. Mm. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. Uh, but the show is going to launch in 2019, and the cast that has been released so far, we have Regina King, Don Johnson, Adelaide Clemens, Andrew Howard, Louis Gossett Jr., Jeremy Irons, yeah. Tom Misson, Jacob Ming Trent, and Francis Fisher. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, oh, sorry. No. Jeremy Irons is like the only name I know, because he's Scar, and now he's Alfred. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was like me. I look like no Jeremy Irons and Tom Misson, and that's about it. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, because yeah. you watch Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's like a few theories about what the show's going to be about. Because mm. I think like heroes are kind of like they're not seen in a good light. Yeah. I think that was like one thing that was revealed. Okay. But yeah, so people are like, oh, is Rorschach's journal going to get out there and reveal the truth of what Ozymandias did? Uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Well, we have we have yet to see. Although, also speaking of Watchmen, hmm. there is a sequel comic coming out to Watchmen under DC, which I don't know how to feel about that. What's it, you know what it's about? Uh, yes, or is it's it... called Doomsday Clock. Okay. And so basically, Doctor Manhattan is screwing with the DC universe once again, oh, removing history and relationships yeah. to see how the DC universe would sort of like react to crises if these heroes weren't friends or something or something along those lines so it's kind of pretty much breaking up the justice league or something is it yeah and it's gonna and because like, it's called doomsday clock i suspect that's something to do with doomsday i'm not entirely sure well i i suspect i don't yeah um, maybe it's i mean it's as good as guess as any <laughs> thanks uh, oh no i'm sorry that that did come out really bad <laughs> i mean it's, no, okay. it's a pretty good guess i mean <laughs> It's not something Take, I would have thought. Okay, it's only an idiot. It's fine. You can tell me. I didn't mean <laughs> you have a you have an interesting personality. <laughs> um well it's gonna end with Superman and uh Doctor Manhattan getting into a debate. A debate? A philosophical debate. Yeah, that's debate. what I want out of my comic books. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Which I mean, you know. because uh, like on the cover you see like Superman, you know, doing his thing floating in space and then you have like see Dr. Manhattan's face behind him the reason that I don't know how to feel about this is because Alan Moore yep the point of of the Watchmen. novel of Watchmen mm. it, it's a satire of heroes it yeah that's them. true yeah yeah you're not wrong so you know like Night Owl Ozymandias and Rorschach are all kind of different parts of Batman Ozymandias is like the really rich, eccentric Bruce Wayne. Okay. Night Owl is the inventor with all the gadgets, and Rorschach yeah. is like the the, the truth Detective seeker, the justice. Yeah. So that's fair. I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. That's and Doctor Manhattan is just a Superman stand-in. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you know, if some if there was a being with that much power, why would they even be interested in humanity? Wouldn't they be like? 
cold mm. and distant. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I feel kind of like iffy that they've really introduced the Watchmen into the DC universe because it's yeah, it's kind of meant like, to mock it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, he had to make money somehow, I guess, so he had to sell it to somebody. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes down uh, the show and maybe the comic if we can get our hands on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll, I'll wait to see a trailer before I truly kind of judge it. Mm. Although that kind of goes against what we were saying earlier, but still. Yeah. I mean, the the trailer, I suppose, is meant to give you a sense of the feel. And yeah. yeah. The yeah. sort of loose story elements. I mean, sometimes they literally give away all of the plot, like every Terminator trailer since 2. <sighs> and in other cases, they show something completely different, like... A, like Avengers... Maybe Infinity War they had that shot in the trailer where like everyone was running towards the camera. The shot wasn't anyone in in the film. I mean, oh, true. I know. I was I was talking more like giving you a whole different feel, like uh, oh. Adam Sandler's funny people. Oh, you yeah, know the yeah. the trailer shows all of these jokes, all the and you're like, huh, it's gonna be so funny. And, and you're watching Adam like, Sandler this is has cancer. Devastating. You know, and people the people are crying and dying, and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Ah. There's that. Do you have any other pieces of news? Um, no, I don't have anything else. I'm I'm good on on news at this point. All right. Well, it's probably time to turn on to the newly paved Great Geek Debate Boulevard, <laughs> where on this episode we'll be discussing who would be a better bodyguard, Terminator or Robocop? Or Robocop. Yes. Well, as it is a debate, the person who came up with this. Newly paved boulevard. Shall I go first? That is you, Andre. Alright. So, I think that the Terminator, the T-800 and the T-850, would be a better bodyguard than Robocop. Why do I think Ooh. that? <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Alright. Um, no, I, the reason why I think this, I mean, hell, Terminator is an unstoppable killing machine. But granted, we're not talking about the killing capabilities. Mm -hmm. We're talking about whether or not he is a good bodyguard. Yes. So, I mean, to go over just some of the loose dot points I wrote here, I mean, his core... Well, we're talking about the T850, not the T800. So, the T850, the core component of the T850 is Colton. Originally, it was titanium, but after Terminator 2 and the Terminator sacrificed himself in the steel mill, Skynet was like, you're not going to burn yourself ever again. So they made uh, the endoskeleton out of coltan, which coltan is 1.9 times heavier than titanium, and it has a much higher melting point at 3,017 degrees Celsius. Mm. So, I mean, if someone has a flamethrower, right, and, like, they're trying to aim that flamethrower at you, Terminator can just jump in front of you and protect you from the flames easily. The power source of the Terminator mm -hmm. is two hydrogen fuel cells. Now, one hydrogen fuel cell can last up to 120 years. So that's 240 years of active bodyguard service. So not only could Terminator protect you, but it can protect your family for generations. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, although, granted, if enough damage is... Uh, well, if the Terminator sustains enough damage, that hydrogen fuel cell will basically become a mini... Like, I would say a miniature nuclear explosion, except without the radiation. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, is great when you have pe a family to protect and people are shooting at you right in your 
uh, right in your core component area. Mm, that's true. Uh, I suppose if you're... Well, the Terminator can eject that... Uh, can eject the power... Uh, one of the cores, you know, before it blows up. And use it as a weapon. Yeah. I mean, granted, it would be a lot better if you're in a car or a fast-moving thing or you're far away because that explosion is going to be pretty big. <laughs> um, yeah. I start mean, running, little Timmy. Yeah, start running indeed, little Timmy. <laughs> uh, some of the programming routines, some of the, I won't say finest, but some of the programming that Skynet has put into the T-850. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Terminators adapt to human behavior. I mean, they're meant to be infiltration infiltration units so you know they can mimic human behavior by looking observing you know uh, asking questions they can mimic voices you know i mean mm-hmm. now you might be thinking who the fuck was arnold mimicking clearly an austrian brick house that's what <laughs> he was mimicking but you know you might be thinking, well, what does that have to do with a bodyguard mm. see robot cop is going to stand out very much. He's just a big, slow, lumbering, carbo-kevlar, laminated... That's true. You know, man. Uh-huh. The Terminator, granted, may look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and mm. it's like, wow, that's one big dude, mm-hmm. but he still looks human. Mm. So, you know, well, people... you know, as human as you can looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's very true. So, you know, he can blend in with a crowd. Mm. Robocop can't. That's fair. I mean, if you... I mean... Maybe you're one of those people who just want a tank-looking person as your bodyguard. Maybe you don't. Mm. So, weaponry. Mm -hmm. Well, Skynet actually, with its global database, grants every Terminator all uh, all history of warfare and weapons. Mm -hmm. So, things from swords and sticks to plasma rifles. Terminator knows what's up. He knows how to use that weapon, you know? So, some of the feats. Terminator has been smashed through an entire building and survived. He has tricked humans and machines alike, killed technically superior models like the T-900s, T-1000, and the TX, which, by the way, is an anti-Terminator Terminator, and can lift several cars. Granted, though... At once? Yes. I mean, his main weapon in the future, which is like this huge plasma rifle, it's heavier than any human, normal human could use. Mm-hmm. And it can hold two of them, one in each arm. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Granted, Terminator does have weaknesses, especially the T-800 and T-50 models. Mm-hmm. They're easily hackable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, in Terminator 3, that Terminator was hacked, or that Arnie was hacked four times. The Arnie model? The Arnie model, I like to call it. Uh, although granted, T eight hundreds and T eight hundred and T eight fifty models, they do have different human faces and other things that they can use. Yeah, that's true. But it's just that the model one hundred one is the Arnold one. <laughs> They're easily detected by dogs. Mm-hmm. Their power sources are well, quite vulnerable. I mean, well, not vulnerable. Sorry, it's very dangerous because mm-hmm. if it does sustain damage, as I said, that is a bomb. Mm-hmm. So if you're in an urban setting, mm. that's gonna wreck some shit. It's uh, gonna do some. Man of Steel level shit. Yeah, uh, they're vulnerable to precise attacks from behind. Oh, I didn't and know that. Apparently so. Well, that's what I read when I was uh, doing my research. Oh, I don't doubt you. And, well, and let's face it, if you can get him into a hydraulic press, I mean, it's presto, you're gonski. It's all only good that Terminator has all those things, but he can still be beaten. I mean, so good anybody, but 
the Robocop. Or, Officer Jay Murphy, who's a lot more resistant to stuff than Terminator. Now, we'll get to that right now. Okay. Actually, no, I'm not going to get to that right now. I have a little bit of useless knowledge for you. I love useless knowledge. Did you know, I found that out, this out today, that when they were um, casting for Robocop, they were originally going to cast Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get out of here, really? Yeah, yeah, but they didn't. Because um, the production company was too worried that it was too big for the suit, and they had like they would have to like redo the suit all over again and pack him into it. That's why they didn't go with it. Um, and also another useless bit of information: um, the gore was cut, like because you know how like it's quite a gory film, but it's even more gore. But they took they turned it down to avoid an X rating on the film. Oh my god, I want to see that cut. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, okay, so so Robocop as a bodyguard. I'm going to start saying it like this. Mm-hmm. Before he was Robocop, the officer, whose name I said before, um, he was a police officer. So he already had the mentality and fortitude to protect and to serve. And, you know, to take care of a shitty Detroit. Um, and even after that, his programming was to serve and protect and blah, blah, blah. And then even when he was getting back his humanity he would have that twofold. So he would already have the mindset to protect whoever he's being a bodyguard and would do anything for them to make sure they were safe. So that's already in his mentality, even as a program or in his mental state, as unlike Terminator who's powered by his core generator or whatever yeah, it is. Hydrogen that's fuel it. cells. Um, Robocop's powered by a brain, by a human brain, by the guy's brain. Mm-hmm. So he still has that, um, the human kind of, the human kind of sensibility and empathy and all that stuff that comes along with being a human being. Uh, his weapons, he has twin automatic pistols that come out of his legs. Uh, he also has an arm that he can disconnect and put um, a weapon on there that becomes a flamethrower um, and a machine gun. And it probably does a few other things that I can't really remember. Um, out of his other leg, he can pull out grenades. Uh, he also has like a jetpack flight pack thing um so you can fly around town like it probably doesn't have heaps of a charge or anything probably just get him up on a roof and stuff from what i know but at least he has that so he can always get the high ground mm. i was waiting for that to land <laughs> and with his arm yeah. cannon thing he also has a bunch of other things uh, he can shoot anti-tank mi- weapon, like anti-tank missiles and stuff. Wow. So he packs quite the punch. Robocop does. Uh, he also in his like hardware, he can detect weak spots and he like he can he has really precise aiming. Uh-huh. So he can if you're shooting, he can he can aim his bullet into your gun and make your gun explode. He can hit the bullet that you shot out of the sky with a bullet of his own. Wow, that is uh, impressive. Yeah, he also has video and audio recorder. So he's done things like uh, survived a class one biotoxin bomb. Uh, he's lifted a ten ton armored door. He survived the uh, three thousand psi hydraulic press, which Terminator cannot do because he has been killed by a press. That is very true. Um, yeah, apparently he's called a bullet in midair, so there's that. But I mean, I guess if you're getting shot by Terminator, it's a lot of bullets at once. Mm. Um. As Terminator, Robocop does have weaknesses. Um, 
One is that he requires daily power recharge. His power doesn't last 200 and, what was it, like 50 40 years, years, 40 years or something. Uh, it actually lasts one day, so 24 hours. Um, and it does actually go down if he does get damaged at all. Uh, he's super slow on, on foot. Like, he's ridiculously slow. Robocop was not built for speed, which, as a police officer, is kind of ridiculous considering he has to chase... Um, criminals down yeah. but whatever we can overlook that right yeah. um, he can be conflicted by programming uh, like I said because of his human brain and also his orders through uh, through the company that built him which the name escapes me at the moment uh, OCP OCP that's right um, and but if you're thinking about he's protecting you either he's made to protect you by the programmers or He's protecting you out of his own free will, and the programmers probably have nothing to do with it anymore at that point. So it's so I don't think he'll be conflicted to do that because that's what he well, that's what he's that's what he wants to do, program wise and like human capacity wise. Um, apparently, he can't escape liquid nitrogen freeze on his own, uh, and he, um. The human parts, like his brain and stuff, are vulnerable like any other human brain would be. Okay, so if we're looking at them battling, uh, well, not battling, sorry. If we're looking at them side by side, I personally feel like Robocop would be the better choice. Like I said, he is a police officer by by nature, um, and it's part of his programming, both humanity-wise and, and artificial-wise, to protect and serve. So I believe he would win just because of that. Where I believe the Terminator could be hackable and could be hacked to turn on who he's protecting. That's very true. Yeah. And plus, his weaponry is pretty on point and his arm, like his armor, I suppose, is pretty damn good. It's uh, carbo-ceramic reinforced um, titanium. So he can bounce bullets off like Superman. Unless he gets hit in the organ for it. Yeah. Well, I would say that, given defensively, I would say that probably Robocop is the better bet. But, I mean, if you have some, if so, if you're protecting someone and then someone kidnaps them, you can't just. <laughs> no, stop, creep. You know, you, you have to run. And Terminator can do that. That's true. But, he can also pull. A gun out of his leg and pinpoint the dude's head without hitting the kid That's or without hitting the person he kidnaps and shoot him from a far range. That's very true. Especially since, what is it? He, oh, and then there's also the Cobra assault rifle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a gun. But yeah, I, and I think, I mean, if, you, if you're far away from your recharge station, Robocop's going to be screwed. He only has 24 hours of battery. That's Terminator has 240 years worth of power. If he doesn't get shot in the fucking area. That's true. But, let's say that doesn't happen. He does have 240 years. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I mean, a Robocop is very good with his weapons. But without his weapons, I mean, does he know? I mean, he has police training, so I'm sure and he has that like, another gun. USB device that looks like a ship. Oh, yeah, the, what, is, what do they call it? The something strip? Um... Is that not here? Oh, the terminal. Yeah, the, the terminal, terminal strip. strip. Oh, yeah. 
He just, like, you could kill someone with that easy. Oh, yeah. But, again, it's the slowness, as you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think power and mobility, for me, is what win it over for Terminator. Okay. As a better bodyguard. Yeah, I think loyalty and being a bad motherfucker wins it for, for, uh, for Robocop. Um, yeah, but, anyway, it's not up to us at the end of the day. It's yeah. really up to you guys who you think win. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know. Yeah, definitely leave it in the comments or tell us if you know us. Actually, uh, yeah, that's who. Um, we also have a Facebook now, which yeah, is um, Straight Outta Geekville Podcast. Uh, we still have our Twitter, which is at Outta Geekville. Mm-hmm. And we have Instagram, but I don't remember the username for that because I haven't Wasn't been on it Wasn't it like Outta Geekville, but like underscores or bash? Yeah, that's right. It was Outta Geekville with underscores under everything. Um, in between the words. English is not working for me today. We have one place left to go yeah, in do. our lovely Geekville. We've actually opened a new building. Yes. It's kind of old-timey. has, like, 50s feel to it. It looks like a diner. Yeah, a bit nostalgic. <laughs> bit nostalgic. It's, what are you doing, cafe? Yeah. What are you doing, cafe? Sometimes the locals call it, what you doing, cafe? Now no. But, yeah, doesn't matter. Point is, in this cafe, we review, what have we been doing? So, Andre... What have you been watching, reading, or and listening to? Well, I uh, yeah, I just finished uh, IT Crowd. Mm. That show is hilarious. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, and I only really started watching it because everyone was like, uh, "Oh, bro, you remind me of Moss." Yeah, you yeah. always remind me, especially when your hair grows out. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it is very Moss-like. L- Lacey and I watched it maybe six months ago, and that was the first time I saw it. I'm like, "That's Andre." And I've seen, like, the dude before. I don't remember his name. Like, I've seen him in, like, Neighbourhood Watch and movies like that. And I'm like, that's fucking Andre. Mm. That's how everyone says it. Yeah. And they're like, but you guys even kind of act a lot. Like, similar. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I decided to watch it because, like, uh, my friend Jared wouldn't shut up about it. And and so I watched it and then I just blitzed through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I started recently watching Disenchantment. Hold on, hold on. Any similarities? Did you... Oh, Oh, bro, I was like, I was like, this is me. But like a more extreme version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's you, but like, hyper you. Yeah. Um, I was, I watched, I've, I've been watching Disenchantment as well. Yeah, what do you think of it? I like it. It took me a couple episodes, as it usually does, but yeah, I like okay. it. Because I've only watched three and I'm not liking it so far. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Give it, um, give it to like five, I think. Mm. Yeah. But, um, you know the guy in it, like in the first two episodes, the, like, you know she's marrying the dude. Yeah, spoilers, it's, by the way. But it's the, the brother is the the boss of the IT company. Yeah, I, I heard the voice. I'm like, hello, my bride, and I'm like, oh, that's that's Mister uh, what Renham. Ah, oh, yeah, Douglas Renham. Yeah. Oh, uh, Trip me out. But yeah, I mean, so far I just feel like Elfo and the demon don't need to be in the show. I yeah, mean, I mean, I don't mind the uh, off, but the demon. Yeah, but um, I don't like. What's his name? Andre Young or something? Uh, um, Eric Andre. Eric Andre, man. Did you ever watch um the Eric Andre show? I've seen I've seen clips. It's the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. You know, it's it's very funny because in a in a way his style of comedy is very similar to that of Sasha Barrett Cohen. I guess, but like I don't know. the the comedy it's it's like about sort of making well, I mean it's similar but it's different mm. because with. With Sasha Barrack, oh no, with Eric Andre, it's just about like making you feel, making the person feel as uncomfortable as possible. I guess, yeah. And then Sasha Barrack Cohen, 
he plays the clown. He's kind of trying to make the interview the interviewee as uncomfortable as possible. Well, he, well, what he does is he 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 uses these characters mm. uh, to then get the person to reveal the truth about themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but I mean, then then there's times where he's like trying to put his ass on Eminem's face. Yeah. <laughs> um. There was a. I'm surprised Eminem didn't fucking shoot him that day. Anyway. But yeah, no, uh, and video games, as far as I've been playing. Sorry, that was a bit of a <laughs> That's tangent. Right. Uh, uh, thankfully, I've got like three other friends on uh, PlayStation Network. Yay. And we play GTA Are we online. Friends? Yeah, we're friends on, G- on, on PlayStation we Network. Play? We should play. I've got internet now. We should. Good. Yeah, no, because I've been playing with like Jared, uh, another mate of mine, and, uh, and that mate's cousin. Oh. And so we, we were just doing some heists. Okay, cool. And Well, if you need another person. Definitely, yeah. No, it is, I tell you, it is so much easier doing heists with friends, especially oh. if you can communicate with yeah. them. I, I use oh, this. Playing online mm. with random people who, and that none of you have headsets, is the worst they, thing. Yeah. Even with headsets, like, sometimes it's still bad. Yeah, and sometimes they're just assholes. Yeah, like, some, like, you know, the guy will, like, crash and destroy the, the freaking vehicle that you need. And it's Especially like, the I've, airplanes and shit. Yeah, it's like, I've, I've wasted about like $20,000 worth of ammo and I'm getting like $1,000 from this half-baked setup mission, you asshole. Fuck. Like, anyway, yeah, but that's, that's me, but what about you? Um, been watching Disenchanted, been watching that Fruit Basket anime I was talking about last time. We're on the last disc. Um, it's not that I don't like it, it's just, and this season, well, we've only seen three episodes, but every episode has been super weird. Like, I guess they knew they were getting cancelled or whatever. And, like, they just went, fuck it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, that's what I've been watching. Uh, again, reading textbooks. <laughs> um, and I've been playing... Last time we were talking, I almost I was almost finishing Horizon Zero Dawn. A day later, I finished it. Um, and now I'm playing Star Wars Battlefront 2, but the story mode. Because I don't really play online games, like, except for GTA and, like, big stuff that I really like. And I'll probably play Battlefront 2 online when I finish the story, but I'm really enjoying it so far. Like, I'm about halfway through, I think. Mm. And it's been real good. And you don't just play the same character. Like, you can jump. Like, I recently played as Luke. Like, it jumps from time to time. Like, you do have, like, your like your main character. But, like, you also jump to other characters. Mm. I, I don't know, I really enjoy it. Like, I like single-player games. Like, for the original Battlefront, like, not the old PS2 one, but... The one that came out on PS4. That was that's what it was missing, like a, a story mode. So the fact they brought it out in this one, and Matthew Mercer voices Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren, so I'm very happy about mm. that. I've been like really like looking at, like the voice actors that play characters and stuff, and it's like names repeat a lot, and you're like, oh okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think uh, we have to pay the bill in this cafe and. Head out. Yeah, I think. Or we can just like just go. You go through the dine bathroom. And dash? Yeah, that's it. That's what I was thinking of. We should oh. just. Or we could just dine and dash. But no, no. Oh. Geekville has rules. Man. <laughs> there are laws in place to protect the public. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So we are, uh, and I think we're done. Yeah, it's time to leave Geekville once again. Yep. But we'll be back. Um, trying to upload every fortnight. Mm. Although I recently uploaded the last one. But this one's coming out soon. And then fortnightly after that. Yeah. Alright. Well, thanks for coming. 
and we'll see you next time. See ya.